Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for September 23rd, 2010, and now the news. A local television station in Detroit broke a story showing a number of Chrysler workers going out and drinking and getting high on their lunch break. Several carloads of workers from Chrysler's Jefferson North plant, the one which builds the Jeep Grand Cherokee, would head to a liquor store on their lunch break, then drive to a local park and began partying before returning to the plant. The same plant, by the way, that President Obama visited this summer, praising the American auto worker. Chrysler has suspended the workers without pay, or at least suspended the ones it can identify in the video. It will likely move to fire them. Unfortunately, no one from the UAW would appear on camera to talk about this. The union did put out a statement, but it did not call for them to be fired or face any kind of reprimand. You know, the UAW needs to take a stronger stand. If it truly wants to be able to organize the transplants, it needs to show foreign automakers that it is willing to see workers who behave like this dismissed immediately. Yesterday, we reported that Nissan CEO Carlos Ghosn said there was no limit on the amount of technology the company would bring to China to share with its partner. Today, Nissan officials are backpedaling on that statement. The Wall Street Journal quotes one Nissan official as saying, it's difficult to see how they would share their latest technology with their partner Dong Feng without putting strict controls on what they share. And of course, this is all in reaction to a policy China is considering, which would force foreign automakers to turn over their latest electric car technology to their Chinese partners if they want to sell EVs in China. Now, several U.S. politicians are speaking up against that. The Detroit Free Press reports that Congressman John Dingell of Michigan sent a letter to the Chinese ambassador warning him of possible retaliation against Chinese goods if this policy is put in place. Uh-oh, this doesn't look too good. According to the Detroit News, the U.S. Treasury Department estimates that when GM does its initial public offering, the stock will have to sell for about $133 a share for the government to break even on the bailout. You know, that's a pretty high price for the stock and makes it hard to believe that the government will get all its money back. Words reports that French automaker Citroën will exhibit a funky-looking concept car at the Paris Motor Show next week. This tiny four-seater, its wheelbase is just 230 centimeters, that's less than 91 inches, was inspired by Lacoste, that upscale clothing maker best known for its polo shirts with an alligator logo on them. The car features an open design with no windows or doors and barely any roof. The windshield can also fold down for an even more airy driving experience. Its design was inspired by the Mahari, a beach buggy built by Citroën decades ago. The company says the Lacoste is, and I quote, a vehicle whose will is to end the dictatorship of always more that sometimes plagues the automotive world. Strong words for a car that'll probably never make it into production. And now for some news about my favorite automaker in the world. According to Ward's Mitsuoka, that boutique company that builds really wacky looking cars, is following the recent trend of other Japanese OEMs, and it's moving south 
to Thailand. It's just signed a joint venture agreement with Yuntrakit Corporation, a Thai auto distributor, to build handmade Mitsuoka cars in the country. If the deal goes through, about 280 vehicles will be built there, but it's unclear if that's in total or on a per year basis. Cars will be built individually as orders are received and they take about three months to complete. Up to 90% of this production will be exported to markets in Southeast Asia and the Middle East. Ford's made a lot of changes to its crossover called the Edge. So what changed and what did not? We'll show you right after this. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. A few weeks back we showed you the new Ford Edge, but the company is also releasing a sport version of the CUV. Seamus McElroy filed this report showing what's different than the base model. A few weeks back we showed you the new Ford Edge, but the company is also releasing a sport version of this CUV. Let's take a look at it starting with the exterior and see what's different than the base model. Instead of a chrome grill, we went with the tuxedo black grill, which shows well in this tuxedo black vehicle. Um, we've got a new, the you notice the lower fascia is painted body color instead of uh, black over there. And then we have a smoked out headlamp and tail lamp. On the side you'll notice we have 22 inch wheels and tires which are standard with again the tuxedo black accents in the wheels. We also have the uh, body kit on the side of the vehicle which is also body color. So it kind of just takes the edge sport to the next level. So what's different about the interior? So this is the sport applique, so you have this liquid silver smoke metallic applique here which matches the seat inserts. So again, liquid silver smoke seat inserts with black bolsters. You notice this has Sony standards, so it has the capacitive touch sense switches for uh, Sony. And again, the, the waterfall-like um, interior. Powering the Edge Sport is a 3.7 liter V6 mated to a six-speed automatic. But for those who want more sporty driving, paddle shifters are also available. This upgraded package produces 305 horsepower, which is 40 more than the outgoing Sport model. Fuel economy for an Edge Sport equipped with front-wheel drive gets 18 miles per gallon in the city and 25 on the highway. Thanks for that report, Seamus. Pricing for the Edge Sport starts at just under $37,000. Hey, don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours tonight. Our guest will be Chris Pruce, the president of OnStar. We'll be wanting to talk to him about how OnStar can keep up with the new technology coming into cars from competitors like Ford's Sync System. And make sure that you send in your questions as well. That's tonight, starting live at 7 p.m. Eastern on AutoLine After Hours. And that's it for today's top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tonight and tomorrow.